get curious about something specific about me. Like, mm-hmm. what is it that you made you want to approach me? Like, of course, like, like when I see a guy across the room and I'm like, man, he's hot. Like that is the first thing that comes to my brain. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Of course, that's the first that's going to come to your brain. But there's a lot of hot people in the world. And what's going to compel me right. to actually want to go up and ha- engage with that human, you know? gents, but mostly gents. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Men, fan favorite, Girl Talk! Today's episode is going to be really fun. We're talking about flirting, and this is actually something that comes up quite frequently with my clients, and a lot of men ask me about it, like how to get better at flirting, and what is the deal with flirting, and how do I learn to flirt better? So I just thought we would address it as ladies, as women, and uh, we're going to tell you a couple stories, couple stories. about times that we were flirted with. And also we're going to share some stories of the times that we flirted and how that went. It's going to be grand. So before we start, we'll just go around like normal and introduce ourselves, name, age, and uh, relationship status. Because, you know, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ashley. I'm in my mid thirties and I am single and having a great time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, my name is Z. I am in my 30s and I am currently single. Hey y'all, this is Nancy. I am 24 and I am single. Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is Mel. I am also in my 30s, also single, and we have several pups here, as you can hear in the background. Also single, if there are any dogs out there, get what I'm saying. We've got some bitches in the house, literally. Bark, bark. Bark, bark. Woof, woof. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, I just want to go around and hear, um, we're going to do our regular format. So we're going to do a story of a time that flirting didn't go well, and then we'll do a story of when it did. So first round might be a little rough, but we're going to get through it together. It's going to be Okay. Uh, times that flirting didn't go well, and these are times that men flirted with us where it didn't go well, not the other way around. Who wants to start? Hey, this is Ashley, and um, I would love to share this pretty funny story. Um, so this happened just a few weeks ago. I was at the beach, and I I love to be in the ocean, so I was literally swimming in the ocean, just like having fun. I was by myself, having a good time, and... Um, this guy was next to me who first seemed like kind of cute and just started chatting with me. And I was like, Oh, well that's nice. Like I thought this is really nice. He seemed to have an interest in asking me questions. Um, and then it got kind of awkward. Then he started telling me, um, how he just moved back and how his life was falling apart a bit and continued to try to ask me questions in a flirtatious way. And I was very uncomfortable with it. And, I was polite, but really distancing myself, like physically distancing myself from him in the water. And then after a while, I was like, you know what? I think I'm actually going to get out of the water because he wasn't quite picking up on my signals of like moving away. And I was answering Mm -hmm. 
things in a shorter way. And I, right. I wasn't asking him questions. So I was giving him the cues to like, hey, I'm not interested, but he wasn't picking up on them. And so then I excused myself out of the water and, and um, went and lay down. And about 20 minutes later, he finds his way over to me oh, no. and just without being invited decides to and I really, you know, he was talking to me and I kept my answer short again. And then he decided that that was an invitation to sit down with me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and then no. I know I felt bad for the guy. I think he was a little he was a little off. Um, and yeah, he just continued to try to ask me questions. And it was very just awkward, uncomfortable questions to sometimes like, well, how old are you? And do you have a boyfriend? Are you married? And and it was just very forward when I was not giving any signal that I was interested at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so eventually I, I just decided, okay, I think I'm, I'm going to go home now. Like I, good luck with your life. Like, <laughs> but in a, in a really nice way, Sign I said off. it. Good luck with your good life. Luck with your life. <laughs> I said it nicely, but also. Sign off. Yeah. Peace out. I'm like, if you're not picking up on my cues, I'm, I'm yeah. going to have to be a little more obvious. Yeah. Like, right. you know, and, um, so yeah, that was that was some really some really bad flirting on his end, I think. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I feel like what's significant about that story is uh reading the cues as you're going along and yeah. sort of, you know, honoring them instead of just noticing them and bypassing them because you want it to be different, you know? Yeah. Like that's what I think happens sometimes where it's like, I don't really want to see that she's moving away from me. So I'm just going to pretend like that's not happening. Will it? But if I just close my eyes. It is happening. So let's honor that and like move from there. Totally. And the other thing I just remembered is when we were in the ocean talking, he was sharing with me about his ex-girlfriend like opening conversation, how they broke up and the reasons why he was a bad boyfriend. And that was not a really good foot to lead on either. I think. Yeah. Not yeah. A good foot. Probably not. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Um, I'll go next. This is Z. Um, I was out one night with my friends dancing at a club slash bar, whatever. At the club. <laughs> Cause you knew that had to be, to be in a here. A popular somewhere. term. <laughs> And, um, I really just was dancing. Um, this guy came over and at first it was nice. He mentioned something about something that I was wearing that I actually thought was cool and creative. And so I thanked him and gave him a little bit of attention because I liked the way that he had approached me. And I really did just want to dance, but he was like, can I buy you a drink? And I said, no, thank you. I'm not drinking tonight. Um, but I will take a glass of water. And so I was going to give him the opportunity to chat with me at the bar because I did like the way that he approached me. When I got to the bar, um, the bartender wasn't really paying attention and he did not make any effort to get me water. Um, I eventually stopped our conversation and said, hold on, I'm going to get a glass of water (laughs) because that's what I actually did want at the bar. Um, When we actually got to the bar, it kind of went awry right away (laughs) because... um, I am an actress, uh, even though I'm not pursuing it 100% of the time right now. And he'd asked me a couple questions, and that came out. I was like, yeah, I do some acting, because he mentioned that he had just moved here and got this really big job at this really big company, which supposedly should impress actresses. Like, oh, my God, now I want to be associated with you. Could you have this job at X you know, agency? And I was like, okay, that's cool. Good for you. He was like, do you do some acting? And I was like, I do a little bit on the side, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
And he said something immediately that turned me off, which was, oh, you must be a really good actress. And I was like, um, you don't know me at all. I could be a terrible actress. <laughs> um, why would you say that? And he said, oh, well, you're very pretty and this and that. And I was like, well, thank you very much. But really, that has nothing to do with my caliber of acting. And then he proceeded to tell me about this film that he had done. And I know he was trying to show his best self to me, but it really came off in a way that was off-putting because he only talked about the accomplishments that he made. And I felt like he tried to make himself look way bigger than he was instead of just being a genuine human, which to be honest, he probably was a cool human, but it was such a turnoff because I felt like he was trying to be like, Oh, I got this job at this agency and I da 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 da. And throwing out stuff, which I have done in the past when I was younger and uncomfortable, but stuff that he doesn't know about me. Like I do consider myself a good actress, but he doesn't know that he's never seen anything I've been in. And you can't tell that from somebody just by looking at them. You also can't tell that from somebody just if you think they're pretty in a room, <laughs> you know, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you get lucky and they are really good actresses. Sometimes they're terrible. <laughs> and, um, he also wasn't taking my cues. Like Ashley said, I was moving away from him a little bit when he talked to me, he kept moving in at the bar to get closer to me. I started answering his questions a little bit shorter. I started asking a little bit more creative questions and I really felt like he wasn't picking up on the cues. And so by the time he asked if he could ex get my number, I actually, um, I think that I said no, or I exchanged something else with him, like an Instagram or something, but I was, I was a no at that point yeah. and really just wanted to go back to my friends to dance. And I told him that I was like, thanks so much for chatting. I wish you well. I'm going to go back and dance with my friends. Yeah. And then he did like, you know, the story that Ashley said, he came back later to try to introduce himself to my friends. And that was not an invitation. Mm. I had very clearly been like, have a good night. Yeah. And what? he came back afterwards to try to be like, can I meet your friends? And I was like, no, I just really want to dance. Like, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. But at that point I was like, you didn't read any of my cues. Yeah. And if you would have maybe just been a little bit more interested in not just me, but like a normal conversation, you know, I just, because, you know, whatever, I'm a writer, an actress or this, I don't want to talk about that all the time. I want to have a normal conversation with you, like a normal human. Yeah. And so I just felt like that wasn't He's probably a great guy, but it didn't come off as his best. Right. Well, I feel like, right, there's a couple of good takeaways out of that one. One is, uh, I think this happens a lot for men where they they feel like they need to qualify themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, yes. oh, I work at this mm -hmm. agency, yes. therefore you should be interested in me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, especially somewhere like L.A. or like, I work at this law firm or like they drop, they drop things yeah. about their their status because they think yeah. like, I need to impress her right away. Yeah. When the fact is that in actuality, often what impresses a woman is how you put attention on her. hundred mm -hmm. percent. How you mm -hmm. put attention on her. If you're present and you're asking her good questions and you can put attention on her, she's impressed. The other stuff, it's like a nice to have, but it's not a need to have. Like the need to have is like, can you put attention on me? Can you right. stay present in your body while you're with me? Can you see me as a person and as a sexual person? Like not yeah. just one or the other, like those, that both. So mm -hmm. I feel like that's a good example of he's trying to qualify himself mm -hmm. and it's actually shooting him in the foot, yeah. but he doesn't realize that. Mm -hmm. And for so some girls that might be super appealing because there's a lot of mm -hmm. LA girls that that is super appealing. Like, oh my God, you can get me networked to something. But really, is that the kind of girl you really want to be with? Right. And it's also like, is right. Is that 
a basis of a kind of relationship that you want to have. And if you're only quote unquote useful to her, like that's not, um, it's like it's 10% of what would be something that would impress someone versus like the majority of it is how is it that we actually relate to one another? Mm -hmm. That is much more important than like what kind of job you have. Like you'll impress far more. Yeah. Yeah. And be memorable because I think, and this is the trap is that I think a lot of us aren't communicating about this stuff. And so, for him, he's like, oh man, she didn't like me. I must have to work at an even better agency yeah. or I must have to work out even more. Or like they make it about the thing they thought it was about. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh gosh, I should be even bigger. And it's like, no, no, no. It was like, I felt a little invisible or like I didn't, yeah. you know, I wanted yeah. you to put attention on me and like get to know me. Like right. where, where could I see something that you're in instead of, oh, you must be a good actress because you're pretty. You know what I mean? Like, and I did actually ask him, what did he love about the film that he did? And the sad thing is, is I feel like he said something interesting, but I can't really remember what he said. And normally I'm really good at remembering stuff like that. But I think there were so many other things that kind of pushed me a little bit away from him and distance. You were turned off by that. Yeah. Okay. That that I, I don't really remember what he said about this cool, this film that I think he was really passionate about. Yeah. And he said some really interesting things about it. But at this point I was just kind of like, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. What strikes me about the interaction that you had as well was that, um, it's like he was, it seems, sounds like he was trying to put attention on you, but what he was doing instead of getting curious about who you are and asking questions and having it be a personal thing. He was like, Oh, women like to hear, like he had this idea. Women women like to hear compliments. And so he was attempting to put that, like put attention on you and compliment you, but it was in a way that wasn't about who you were. It was about like a big, just like, these are the things I should say. And that I think is the the big difference in how you put attention on a woman. Mm -hmm. Like, like having a genuine curiosity about you and and following that thread. Just even the way that Ashley's looking at me right now, guys, <laughs> makes me interested in it. She's well, curious about also, me as a human. Like, it's not like we don't like compliments. Like you even mentioned, you were like, I liked that he said like, you know, something you were wearing. Like, yeah. oh, I like your, your leggings or your whatever it was that you were wearing. Um, it's not like we don't like compliments. Yeah. But it's sort of like, okay, compliment. And then can you put attention on me? Like, can you actually ask me a question that's And something that's true, not superficial. Like you don't know anything about me just from the fact that I said I'm an actress. Yeah. I could be terrible. (laughs) And you're like, you must be a fantastic actress. And I'm like, you have no basis for this. What what are you basing this on? Like, are you just going to tell me who I am for the entirety of our relationship after this? It feels like a line versus like an inquiry into who you are. Yeah. That I think is a a difference. Yeah. Okay. Next. TLDR. Don't make assumptions. Ask questions. Oh my God. Why do you guys use those terms? (laughs) TLDR is so good though. I don't even know what it is. Too long. Didn't read. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right, this is Nancy, y'all. So this actually happened about a few months ago in the summer of 2018. (laughs) Oh my god, Nancy, why? At least it was the summer 2017. She has updated it. Right? Yeah. See, I'm getting with the I'm getting with the times now, y'all. So I was at the club. Okay. Because, you, you know, that's where, you, that's where the best place to meet men, oh obviously. <laughs> so I was at the club and there was this guy that I had noticed in the club, but I didn't 
talk to him and I noticed him looking at me, looking at him. I saw you. I seen Jet. And so he was looking at me and I was like, all right, all right, all right. But I didn't talk to him. But then the club shut down. It was around whatever, two. And so everyone kind of migrated outside. And then when we were outside, his group of friends were right next to my group of friends. So then I approached him being the bold person that I am, courageous girl. <laughs> and so I just walked up to him and I was like, strut, strut, strut. And then I put my hand out and I said, I think I said, hi, I'm Nancy or what's your name or something. And then he started, and then he took my hand and then he shook it really, like he grabbed my hand and he squeezed it really hard. And he, he sh- I was like, ow, I pulled my hand away and I was like, Ow, what would like what was that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, I, honestly, I had no I just I was like, ow, that hurt. What the hell? And so then I was like, um, I just walked away because I was like, I'm not gonna talk to this good dude. Why did he shake my hand like that? And then a few weeks later, I went to this bar in Santa Monica and I, and, and I was just hanging out with my friends and I was just chatting with them. And then I saw this guy staring at me from the corner, like my peripheral vision. I didn't look at him, but I saw this guy staring at me and I was just like, okay, like creeper. Why is this guy staring at me? And then he walks up and he says, I'm sorry, I don't mean to stare, but I know you. And so... I was like, I don't I have no idea who this guy is. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was trying to play it off. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I met you in, in, in a lift, right? And he's like, no. And I was like, okay, how do you know me? And then he says, oh, you went to, he, he knew the, the name of the school, the college that I went to. And I was like, <gasps> what? <laughs> I know, right? That was my first, that was my first thought. I was like, this guy's a stalker. And then he says, no, I met you at so-and-so club a few weeks ago and I was like oh you're the asshole who shook my hand really hard did you say it just like that yeah I said exactly that that's great what did he say and then okay see exactly so this is the good part yeah what he doesn't say anything about it he's like I think he said I wanted to make an impression you're like you did a bad one (laughs) yeah I was like he's I think that's what he said I was like uh okay yeah, you made a bad impression, but like my hand hurts to this day because you squeezed it so hard. Anyway, so that was just that's my story of of this of a bad flirting Wait, story. I mean, how, how, what happened after this yeah, what, exchange? What? Like, well, I mean, TLDR, he gave me his number, and like I ran off that night. I ran off that night because um, I wasn't feeling all that well. So I chatted with him for maybe like another two minutes about nothing that was memorable (laughs) and then I I went home and then he gave me his number and I ended up texting him just because I I made this ever since that ghosting episode on girl talk I made this pact that I would not ghost people anymore so then I gave he gave me his number and I eventually texted him probably a few weeks eventually Nancy's terrible at this (laughs) piece And then I texted him eventually, and then it kind of just died, honestly, because I think I, the first impression wasn't good from the get-go, yeah. right? So I didn't feel an inclination or a desire to continue this conversation if it wasn't 
if it wasn't going anywhere and if it was really boring and just like cutting off every what every other day or so. Yeah. Anyway, so that's just don't I guess TLDR, like long story short, takeaway is I, don't shake a girl's hand. So I I want to bring up vulnerability because <clears throat> if I were this guy and I fucked up, which obviously I did. If I saw you the next time, it feels like you saying, oh, yeah, you're the asshole who shook my hand too hard is the perfect opening to say, like, I'm really sorry about that. I was really nervous. I yeah. thought you were really pretty. And right. I wanted to make an impression. And obviously, I did it the wrong way. But I was hoping we could, like, shake obviously hands got again. Way yeah. too and excited. I could prove to you that I'm actually not a psychopath handshaker uh, or something like that. That would be, like, really that would be a, an example of, like, flirting in a vulnerable way. Yeah. Right. Which I think is, you know totally possible because I think a lot of men are nervous. They're nervous to approach. It's hard. It's difficult. Yes. And so if they fuck it up, I just kind of want to make the point that like, it's not over. It's mm-hmm. not like, totally. you know what I mean? Like you yes. could, you can come back you to totally like redeem that. yourself. You yes. can. Even in the moment he could have chased after you and been like, yeah. I'm so sorry. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I just became like the Hulk in that moment and <laughs> crushed your little hand. Like, are your little fingers okay? Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's okay yeah. to fuck up. Right. It's okay. Right. You don't have to do it perfectly. I don't want that to be the takeaway from the story. Yes. You truly do not have to do it perfectly but being somewhat vulnerable and saying like I really thought you were beautiful and I was intimidated Mm -hmm. that's great that's fine you can say that you can say I'm sorry you can do or anything I'm sorry my bad that was my bad like Like, I just got really nervous yeah I just got really nervous like be be genuine about what's going on for you and it will I think work out much better I'm so excited you came over to me I couldn't contain myself right well here's another really kind of part of the story that I left out a little bit um, which is a whoops very important detail forgot about it Uh, so at the club within the club itself I noticed that he was watching me talk to other guys, like other guys were approaching me and I was like having conversations with them. And so part of me was wondering, was he trying to penalize me because I was talking to other guys in the club? That's interesting. I mean, I don't know. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say no, but there, I like, to be honest, there was a part of me that had that thought where Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, maybe he's trying to. Squeeze my hand too hard because he saw me talking to other guys and he was upset about that. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. This is what happens in a woman's mind, P.S. <laughs> <laughs> what happens. We go through you guys all think the scenarios. You're the only ones who analyze. <laughs> we analyze the shit out yes. of everything. Every Just detail, so everything. You know. Right. Okay. Good story. Good story. Um, mine mm-hmm. takes place in the Hamptons. We're going all the way out to the Hamptons. Ooh, yeah. 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 Long Island. I was um, living out there for a summer and. <clears throat> Which summer? <laughs> summer of 2017. Just kidding. It's not that summer. Um, and I was going to cafes a lot. And so I was at Starbucks one day sitting next to this guy, and he was a lot older than me. I am not into older guys. It's not a thing. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, so he started talking to me about my work because um, I was a writer. I am a writer. And, you know, we were conversing, whatever. And I could tell he was interested. 
And I was kind of annoyed about that, which is not fair. I'm just going to put it out there. Like, that's not fair. Mm -hmm. But he was a lot older than me. Like, this gentleman was at least 20 years older than Mm -hmm. I was. Like, this was was a a two-decade-plus gap. This was not, like, five years, which which doesn't count for me. That's not, like, older. You know what I mean? Okay. Can you have a baby before? (laughs) You can have (laughs) a child. child. (laughs) If, if, like, there's enough of an age gap, that is, like, probably too old. Yeah, For most people. Right. Like, a child would be 20 years old. Right. Old between us. Yes, I right. hear what you're saying. Yes. For sure. That is definitely like yeah. a grown ass child. Right. Um, so uh we're talking, we're talking, I can tell he's interested, and I'm sort of similar to the other ladies who've shared, I'm I'm starting to give shorter answers, the cues aren't really there. And I can't remember exactly how this happened, so forgive me, it was a couple years ago. Um, but I think he asked for my number at the end of the conversation or something. And I said, um, I actually don't give out my phone number, which is true most of the time, not all of the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think I was honest. I think I said something like, and also like, I don't tend to go out with older men or something like that. I don't remember what I said, but I remember the look of pure surprise on his face. Like he was like <laughs> completely stunned. Like he, he like couldn't believe this was happening. And to me, and to me I was like, I, this doesn't feel like, right. I don't feel like this is... I don't know. I just was like, what? Like, how is this such a shocker to you? Like, I don't, what? Anyway, I just remember thinking like, yeah, like sort of presence and picking up on cues and kind of having a clue that like, this doesn't always work for, for women. And who knows? I don't know that much about who he was. Maybe, you know, he was used to getting his way or I don't know. But I just remember like the look of shock and being like, I don't, feel like that's warranted. Like I don't, I don't feel like I, cause right. the combination of my cues getting less and less and also like just the reality of like, that doesn't work for everyone. That age gap. Yeah. I was like, why are you so shocked? Contrast this with, um, what I feel like was a positive experience of a similar ilk, which was, uh, met another guy, older guy a couple weeks ago. And we started talking, he talked to me, we started talking in a grocery store and, um, we had some things in common, whatever. Anyway, um, we did end up exchanging numbers and he actually called me like a few minutes later. Cause I was getting in my car to drive somewhere and he called me a few minutes later and we had a short conversation, but during the conversation he was like, I'm just wondering, like, do you, you know, do you tend to date guys that are older than you? Like he brought it up That's proactively, nice which yeah. I thought was really mm-hmm. cool. And I was like, honestly, I don't like, and he was like, what's your like outside range? And I was like, five, like five years older than me. And he asked me my age and he was like, I'm older than that. And I was like, I know, <laughs> I, I know like, yeah. and so, but I really liked that he brought it up. Yeah. And, and so like, first of all, he was aware of that yes. as a possibility, right. yes. possible thing. And he was willing to address it. And like, and he didn't like shame me or attack me for, right. for saying the truth, which is like, yeah, I'm probably, I'm not going to go out with you. Yeah. Like you're, you're too old for me. Like I don't, some women are, they're cool with that and I'm not. And so, um, yeah. So I think that, that idea of like awareness of where she might be at and just, you know, being willing to bring it up. And it also sounds like, I don't know, reading cues is coming up a lot. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we've gotten the depressing stories out of the way. <laughs> We can go on to the good stories. Yeah. Yay! I would like to start. Ashley! Ashley. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to have a story, and I do. <laughs> I'm so happy. Okay. 
Um, so this actually also takes place at the beach, which is funny. And um, it was actually a few weeks ago. Ashley is secretly a mermaid. <laughs> I That's am funny a mermaid. because it's true. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was at the beach again and by myself, just kind of enjoying the day a little bit. And, um, and this older guy came up to me and was approaching me. I saw him kind of looking at me from afar and I was like, I don't know if I want him to approach me. Like I wasn't romantically interested, but he had a good feeling about him. He didn't feel creepy at all. He wasn't like staring at me in a creepy way. And so he kind of slowly made his way over to me and, um, and he started chatting with me and, um, even though he, he was probably like, I'm, I'm in my mid thirties and he was probably like 60, but he was like this really good shape, like in really good shape, really fit, like yeah. attractive guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if he was 10 or 20 or 20, 20 years younger, <laughs> yeah. at least 20 years younger, <laughs> at least, um, yeah, I have to be early forties. Uh, but if he was younger, I would have, I would have been like, wow, this is wow. Totally. You know? <laughs> Um, wow, this is wow. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the response he was hoping for. Yes. Yeah. And what I pre, I mean, he, he came over and he started chatting and he asked me about me and he was able to share, um, some qualifiers without it being in a weird way. Like, you know, he was, he said he was already retired from being like a cancer surgeon and that's why he was out there that day. And wow. Yeah. Like I was really impressed with him and then, and he, he did like compliment me, but it didn't, it didn't feel creepy, which can easily happen with someone that's not your age and someone that you wouldn't be romantically sexually interested in. And, um, you know, he, he, what I appreciated about it was that he followed my cues. He mm-hmm. stood, well, I was in a bathing suit and so was he. And given that kind of vulnerable state, he stood an appropriate distance away from me and didn't try to like mm. edge too closely or like he didn't, he didn't invite himself to sit down with me, which is appropriate mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did in a very, in kind of a subtle way, like drop his age, you know, with the retirement thing. <laughs> Cause yeah, that's kind of older for me. Um, and and also was like in a in a subtle way, like inquiring about my age, you know, like from like a movie reference or something like that, where yeah. it was it was really subtle and I felt respected. Yeah. I felt like he was he wasn't just like looking at me as a sexual object. He was looking at me as like like a, a woman who was beautiful, who looked yeah. fun, who wanted, he wanted to have an interaction with. And then, you know, after the, we had a little, it was like 10 minutes. And then, and then as it slowly started to go down, like the, the vibe and the energy went down, he, you know, he excused himself and, and, um, he's like, I'm going to catch up with my friend. And I was like, it was really great meeting you. And it was like, that was totally truthful. I didn't want to date him, but yeah. it was a really nice interaction. Yeah. And I, I felt seen and I felt appreciated mm-hmm. for me just being a woman. And, and it also kind of felt really good to have this like older man who was definitely in his like somewhat healthy masculine, mm-hmm. like, like be respectful and treat me like that. It, mm-hmm. Even though I wasn't interested, it, it felt really, I felt very seen. And, yeah. and then also the, the water was particularly strong that day. And so at one point, I guess he was, he said, he, he's like, I, I had to keep an eye on you a little bit because he's like, there was no lifeguards out. And, oh. And I thought that was so sweet. I was oh, like, exactly. oh, he's like protecting you. Totally. He's Not like, in a creepy way. Yeah. And he even said like, I wasn't trying to be creepy. He's like, and I'm like, no, the water was crazy strong that day. And so I just thought all of that together was sweet. And he, yeah, followed my cues and, mm. um, and felt the energy of like, 
how long to stay and how long to go and didn't impose himself on me yeah. in any way. So, yeah. cool. um, and asked about me. Yeah. So I think those are the takeaways. Aww. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some woman's lucky to get that man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't know everything, but. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So mine is a little bit of, um, sorry, we're attending to my dog. Um, <clears throat> so I tend to like shy guys. I think it's because I used to be really, really shy and awkward when I was young. So this is a little bit of, uh, a little bit of my story, a little bit of his side. Basically, um, I've been chatting with this person who, um, I am going to see. And for me, I really like invitations. You know, I have no problem initiating. I really have no problem initiating and I'm pretty fun about it. And if I want to hang out with you, I will. And there's also this story that goes around the world that if a man wants you, they're going to come for you. And that's true. I really do believe that. So I try to find a balance between just being authentically myself and letting the man come to me if I'm interested. So in this particular instance, um, I was giving dates as to when I would be around, um, hoping that he would, he lives in a different area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So he lives in a different area. I was giving dates to when I was available, quote unquote, hoping that he would be like, Hey, like these are the times you're available. Let me invite you to spend time with me. And he did not. So I was just like, what the F is happening? (laughs) And then I realized, you know what? I don't know what's happening. I'm not going to make up a shitload of stories in my head about this. I'm just really going to be vulnerable and ask for what I want. And so I texted back and I basically told him exactly what I wanted. And I was like, I would really like to see you. I didn't give specific times, but I was like, I would really like to see you. And if we still like each other, I would like to, you know, he mentioned that he had this place that he, you know, could take me, um, for like a little adventure. And I was like, if I still like you, I'd really like to go to that place. And I literally shared this with one of my male roommates and he supported me in sending this text. It was really cute because I literally sent the text and started crying. And I was just like, what the hell is happening right now? (laughs) Because I didn't say anything that was crazy or extremely vulnerable. But I also realized that just as men feel really vulnerable approaching women and they probably don't cry about it. Who knows? Some might, but some do. Yes. Yes. Some do. I'm sure. But just as men feel really vulnerable, like taking that step for me, you know, because I do have some heartbreak and some stuff like that happened within the past couple of years that was really earth shattering for me. It was really fucking scary for me to take that step and like ask for something that I wanted from somebody that I don't really know a hundred percent what he feels for me or not. And what I realized from that was, wow, this is a really good experience of realizing that a lot of like, just because you have a heartbreak or when you have these bad experiences, it stays in your body and your psyche. Even if you know that you're fun and cool and awesome and all these other things, like it stays with you. So long story short, I like let it go and detach from it. And then the next day, um, this is the point that I want to reiterate to men is you don't have to say something super emotional or vulnerable or crazy. Like I'm actually pretty good with masculine communication. Like if you fuck up, I'm actually cool with you being like, I'm sorry, I was a dick. Like I apologize. You don't need to be like, I felt this and I, I don't care. Just I'm sorry. I was a dick. And so when he responded, he was just like, you know, 
um, he answered a question of mine and then he said, yes, we can do this. And, um, it was with a little like smiley face with the blushy thing and then a little winky face. And it was two little emojis. He answered my question, but for some reason, when I got that message, it was clear. It was simple. It felt really endearing to me. And I was really excited and happy about it. Yeah. And to be clear, he's a non-native speaker of English. Correct. So the, so the English wasn't quite so stupid. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the point of that was when I got that text message, I was really excited. I was really happy. Um, obviously I realized that my stuff is my stuff to deal with, but I also realized in that moment that guys don't have to be extensive about what they do. Literally just a simple response that says that you're like interested. If you're interested. Yeah. Like if you're interested, obviously really goes a long way. Yeah. It doesn't have to be something crazy elaborate, like, you know, yeah. I think some guys think it has to be this crazy elaborate thing. It doesn't Yeah, like just show up and you can communicate in a masculine way mm-hmm. and it's still totally cool. Yeah. And so that felt nice and we'll see what happens. Like I'm living my life and doing my thing and whatever happens is awesome. We'll have to check in with Zia. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> next month. Hey, oh. Get it girl. Girl talk part two. <laughs> Hey y'all, this is Nancy again. So my story is very similar to Ashley's. And it also took place at the beach. <laughs> and it, beach is worth it. Yeah. Yes. 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 And this also happened in the summer of 2018, y'all. So you know. I'm getting it. <laughs> so I was at the beach. I was in Ventura. I was taking a little vacay mini vacay solo vacation yeah right stay k by myself in ventura and i was out at this beach and just kind of you know all by myself reading a book just kind of hanging out and then this man approaches me and this story is similar to ashley's as well in that he was probably twice my age (laughs) and he, he he approaches me and then he says Hi, I mean, I'm sorry to bother you, but, you know, I've noticed that you've been out here for quite a few hours. <laughs> for 12 or 13 hours, I want to know if you're really dehydrated you okay? and need some water. But did you die, though? Did you die, though? We're going to need to ask you to leave. This is a private beach. This is my private beach, is uh, beach front. So, no, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, I was, I was, at that point, I had been there for, I don't know, maybe two or three or four hours kind of hanging out and reading my book and then and I started conversing with him and I was like yeah I love the beach I love hanging out here and it was a very you know cordial conversation and and at the end he had he sit down he sat down and he asked if I want he was like this is really weird but uh so he, he prefaced it by saying that uh and if he if, you know if someone prefaces that then it's probably probably is weird but <laughs> Uh, he invited me to he invited me to a country concert the next day <laughs> he's like I, I just happen to have these extra tickets to this I don't know who's who are the most, Toby Keith Toby Keith or some some shit, shit like that um and I mean this, guys no, okay, okay I love wait, country music just wait okay, okay wait I'm gonna say something about country music okay, okay let me say get ready for the I yeah right hold hold up yeah I'm gonna say this so I said, 
you know, at that point I had been, I had been in Ventura for a few days and literally all they listen to in Ventura is country music. Everywhere you go, they have country music playing. So I was like, whoa, I didn't know I, was, I like country music, mm. but damn, it's good. It's some good stuff. Yeah. And so then I had, I just connected all of these dots and I was like, oh my gosh, this is fate. Like this is fated to happen that some man would approach me and ask me to in, invite me to some country concert. So I said, yes. Even I know. No, but I think that's great. But keep going. I said yes, but like you know, like deep down, I was like, this guy is twice my age. This guy is probably at least my father's age, if not older. And I said yes because I felt I don't know. I felt bad, and then I was creating this whatever situation scenario in my head where I thought that this was meant to happen. Right? It was like connecting dots where there weren't really any dots, and then. He was so excited. He was like, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> and like, oh, my God. Wow. And then he, like, said, okay, well, I'm going to go, like, get your get your number. And da da Like, You stuff. make him sound like he's a thousand, by I the way. He's <laughs> probably not that old. <laughs> He's really excited and he like runs off into the into the water. <laughs> it's like this, not that old. It's like this little boy. He had he had a he was in shape, just like you know, yeah. similar to your story. He was he was in really good shape. He was like just had this youthful energy about him. But anyway, so the point that I'm wanting to make or portray with the story is that I thought it was really awesome and really nice that he had noticed me and that he had approached me and was like, Hey, I noticed you were here. And I was wondering if you like the beach. Like he was asking me questions, you know, he's like, Oh, what are you reading? And he was like, do you like country music? He wasn't like, he wasn't super forceful Mm -hmm. and he was like very respectful. Um, eventually I did, you know, like got his number and then I texted him later and I was like, Hey, you know, to be completely honest, I was a little rash in my response to you. And I'm not sure that this is like a, I'm not sure this is going to be a fit. Essentially, that's all I said. But I said to him, I initially said yes, because I feel like you really would know how to take care of a lady. That's Aww. really nice, Nance. That's really that's nice. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and I it, think that's true. And it, and yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. it was true, is true, whatever, because he was, he, he you know, I was wearing kind of like, my bathing suit as well. He just, just like Ashley, sorry, he, he sat at a distance. He wasn't like super all up in my space or he wasn't invasive or anything of that sort. And yeah, it just, I I just had a good energy from him Mm -hmm. and he was just someone that I think is a really good person, but not just, just not someone who would be romantically connected with. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, I really like those stories because even though the answer wasn't yes and even though it didn't go somewhere, it was still like, we really appreciate that. Yeah. We really liked the way that these men flirted yeah. and like approached mm-hmm. us and we felt better after, you know, yeah. like respected and seen and like all of those things. So I just want the guys out there to know, like if you're flirting with someone, even if it doesn't quote unquote go somewhere, like 
there's still a positive impression that's left yes. if you're doing it in like a respectful way. Like it's like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to always be about the outcome. And it, and it's good practice. Like it's good practice, you know, um, whoever you're talking to and, and also like, you know, my guy was like 20 plus years older than me. If he would have been my age or close to my age, I would have said yes. It wasn't yeah. his technique. It wasn't how he showed yeah. up. It was simply like, I'm, I'm not going to probably have sex with you because you're like older than my dad. Yeah. But you know, yeah. And that's good reason. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's legit. Yeah. We could have had it. There could be an adult child age gap between us. So that is like the limit there. Grown ass child. Grown ass child. Right. Grown ass child. You gotta draw the line somewhere. (laughs) Draw the line under grown ass child. Some people really like that though. Some people people really like older men. So hey, yeah, good on them. Um, So my story takes place in a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know this story. Yeah, it's a good story. It's a really good story. Um, Basically, this story is about following the energy. So I met this guy a couple months ago at a cafe. I go to a lot of cafes, as it turns out. I meet a lot of people at cafes. Um, And we started chatting. I actually don't remember who started chatting with whom, but we started chatting and then um, there were like three of us there. So we were sort of having a group conversation. I think we all exchanged numbers. And then I ran into him. Uh, at another cafe a few days later, I invited him. We were having a barbecue. I invited him to the barbecue. He showed up, which I found really surprising, actually. Um, <laughs> it was really fun. Um, so my point is we had, like, interacted several times before this parking lot situation that I'm about to describe. Um, and so we – and we, like, vibed. We, like, had a vibe. I wasn't really sure if he liked me, but I felt like there was some kind of chemistry there. There was some kind of connection. So I was like, that's cool. But I hadn't really, like, put it all together. Anyway, um, there's a place that we go to a lot, um, this cafe. And so I just texted him. I was there. And he was like, oh, I'll stop by and see you. Um, Anyway, he had me meet him in the parking lot because he only had a few minutes. So I walk up to him in the parking lot. And we're talking. And I feel like this is a really good example of flirting like when it's done well, where I, I can't exactly tell you the words that he said, but the vibe was like, wow, I'm, I'm very attracted to you. Mm -hmm. Like the, whatever Mm -hmm. the words were, it was matching his, his whole body, which was like, Mm -hmm. wow, you look, and I think he did say like, you look beautiful today. And he meant it. It wasn't just like, oh, you look beautiful today. Cause I I think sometimes there's this experience I have of men who say it from their head and they, they're kind of like, you look beautiful today. I'm like, okay, thanks. (laughs) Versus like, wow, you look really beautiful today. Like he really meant it. it. And he was there. He was present. And, um, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but he was like, yeah, like I just happened to be in the area. And, uh, when you texted, I was right here and I was like, oh, it was fate. It was meant to be. And then he just grabbed me and kissed me. And I was like, whoa, best parking lot experience ever. First of all, second of all, um, I feel like that's a good example of he was reading the energy. Yes. He was present in his body because I was, I was like flirting back with my eyes. Like I was like right there with him. Like, um, and so it wasn't like, it wasn't like he wasn't reading the cues. He was reading the cues and then he went for it. Mm-hmm. And this is like one of those things. Um, sometimes, uh, Jason and I on our program, will talk about, uh, being on a date, especially a first date that if you, are feeling the vibe and you're feeling the energy during the date, kiss her on the date. 
don't wait until the end because there's so much more pressure. Like when you're in the car or you're at the stoop, <laughs> if you're sitting, if you're sitting next to each other at the wine bar and you and you're feeling it, you're feeling the vibe and you're picking up on the cues and the energy. Do it then. Like it's so hot and it's and it and it just honestly like it truly breaks the ice. <laughs> so hot. Like yeah. it breaks the ice uh-huh. and it, it just uh-huh. turns up the heat, guys. It's totally. like so awesome. And I feel like that was a good a good example of that too, where like he felt the energy, he went for it. It wasn't just, I want this to happen so badly that I'm going to make it happen, which is what I think creepy, that's what creepy is. It's like, I'm not really taking you into account. I just want to, I just want you, or I just want to be over where you are. Like there's no taking her into account. Whereas like reading the energy is like, I'm in my body. I'm noticing you too. I'm reading the energy. I'm here. I'm present. And then I take, you know, action by, you know. Pulling you towards me and kissing you in the parking lot. It was so great, you guys. And I just want to say, she is so in her feminine, even in her facial expressions when she says that. So that is what happens, men, when you do that with women. Yeah, the rest of us are fanning ourselves. Totally. You get us in our girly. Oh, that's so cute. It is. Um, Cool. Well, um, as we start to wrap, I'm just wondering if there's any other, like, tips just tips. Just the tips. Just tips <laughs> that you would like to share about flirting with the guys that are out there. Don't all go at once. <laughs> I think that my thing is if you have gotten permission already from a woman to touch them, as in like they have touched you or something, there's a lot of women that like touch. Like I'm a woman that likes touch and I really like it when I've already given the okay for men to be interactive with me if they're actually touchy with me. Mm. Obviously not grabbing my private parts, but like, I mean, that, there's a time and place for that. It's not at the coffee shop. It's not at the beach. <laughs> True story. True story. Um, but yeah, I, I really like physical touch because I think that it builds a lot of tension. Um, and it's just, it's nice. It, it makes me feel like you're present with me and want me. Mm. And so I genuinely really like that. Yeah. So there's lots of ways to flirt, including like putting your hand on the small of her back and guiding her through the restaurant. If yeah. that's a thing yes. or like leaning really close to her ear, if it's a, if you're at the club and it's really mm. loud and yes. you can mm. right. So there's a lot of ways to flirt that are not just talking something somebody did to me was uh we were having a drink at this cozy little bar uh when I first met them um you know a couple times after meeting them and he reached over in the conversation and he brushed his hands across uh my cheek and I just randomly uh I don't remember what we were talking about you got food on your face Like, like we, we were having an intimate conversation about something. Like, I, I don't remember what it was, but like we were both looking at each other. Like, it wasn't weird or creepy. And he leaned over and brushed his hand like across my cheek, and I blushed. And I haven't blushed since I was like a freshman in high school. I shit you not. And I was like, holy shit, what just happened? Like, this guy just made me blush. Wait, I don't understand because I've never blushed before. How do you know? Isn't that something you the oh, other person sees? Also, no, you can, you can feel the heat feel the feet yeah. cheeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, I mean, I could feel it. And then he pointed it out after. And then he said something really nice. But he said something like, um, wow, you're really feminine. Aww. And and for me, that's something that I've worked really hard on becoming because I'm so much more masculine. And really so hard. Like, I'm really, <laughs> it's so masculine. I've worked really hard this masculine know, sense to be more feminine. No. <laughs> no, but it was like, it felt really like, oh, 
he sees that little part of me that I don't really let out a lot. Mm. And it made me feel a lot safer around him. Yeah. And yeah. Mm. In that moment, of course. That's a good one. But so yes, that's my thing. Let me get that corn off your face for you. (laughs) You just got a little something right there. Right there, Nance. Right there. (laughs) Hilarious. Anybody else? Just the tips? (laughs) I, I think uh, this is Ashley again. Um, I think the, the biggest takeaway for me, like for a guy to have successful, like flirting or inter- really it's an interaction that is like a sexually or romantically charged, right? Um, is to actually just like take a moment in, in whatever way he wants to do it and like get curious about something specific about me. Like, mm. what is it that you made you want to approach me? Like, of course, like, like when I see a guy across the room and I'm like, man, he's hot. Like that is the first thing that comes to my brain. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Of course that's the first that's going to come to your brain, but there's a lot of hot people in the world and what's going to compel me right. to actually want to go up and ha- engage with that human, you know? Right. And, um, and even if you just said, even if a guy just said, you know what, like I noticed you from across the room and I really just wanted to start a conversation with you. Like you seem interesting or whatever it was that compelled him. Mm-hmm. I think making it a little bit specific and getting curious and asking a question is like such a great way to start. And then you'll by her warmth and her expression. I think you'll get the cues of where to continue to take it, you know, and yeah. when in doubt, like, like make it, make it about her getting to know her instead of like, sharing more and qualifying you because that will get you so much farther like if I feel like a guy is actually interested in who I am like asking me questions not just complimenting like my eyes which is lovely I love it but you know I need both um I am so much more likely to give him my number than a man who is just like yeah I do this and I do that then I'm like great but why are you interested in me like that's great but but I feel kind know. of invisible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I want you. To, I want to know why you're interested. You know, and and I'm happy to, you know, because that is such a big turn on. I think when a guy, when I can feel his desire and his interest in me, it's like such a huge turn on. And I've definitely said yes to dating guys because of how they approached mm-hmm. when I would not have without that. Mm-hmm. Yes, interesting. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, great. So yeah, my tip is uh, similar. It's just the tip, guys. Um, which is, uh, especially when it comes to flirting, I think not taking things too seriously and incorporating something you noticed about her. So for example, um, I wear, I wear my Stanford sweatshirt. I went to Stanford. I wear my sweatshirt a lot when I travel. So on planes and trains and everything, it's like my travel sweatshirt. So, um, I was on a plane once and a guy was like, Hey, yo, Stanford. But it's, it was funny and it was yeah. flirty and I was yeah. like, Oh, he likes me. Like it was, it was cute. And then I was somewhere else. Um, and I had mentioned that I'm from Oahu. I'm from Hawaii and <laughs> so is he. Um, and, uh, I had met this guy. It doesn't matter. I'd met this guy. Anyway, he rolled up in his car and he rolled down the window and he was like, Aloha. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, that's really cute and funny and flirty. And like, and it, and I felt seen. It wasn't yeah. just, Hey, Hey, what's going on? It was like, I remember something about you. I see something about you. I know something about yeah. you. And I'm kind of like flirting with you about it. Like, I think there's a way, especially like in group situations or whatever, like if you've just met someone or you've just heard something like, um, like, 
uh, one of our friends is a lawyer and uh, <laughs> so one of our other friends is like, hey, counselor, which is like kind of sexy yeah. and like shows that it's her because none mm-hmm. of the, no one else in our group is a, is a lawyer. So I think just using something that you know about her in a, in a fun way is mm-hmm. like a winning combo. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Mic drop. Nancy, your tip? Just the tip, though. <laughs> I think my tip or my suggestion is is something that kind of Z and Ashley said and that I'll just emphasize here is make it about the other person, right? Like, put your attention on the other person as opposed to, like, trying to figure out the right things to say, Right, because then then you're in your head and you're like, oh, but she wants to hear this and she wants to hear this, or like women like compliments or women. Um, that just feels so disingenuous, and it's obvious when you're just saying something to try to get a certain reaction out of us. Mm-hmm. Whereas, it, I mean, it's so it's it's such a stark contrast when you're actually saying something out of interest, like pure, genuine interest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of, um, relates to, uh, another piece of advice that I have, which is, um, focus on the environment, especially if you're out somewhere and there's interesting things happening in the environment and you, you want to get to know someone. It's sort of like, uh, not chess exactly, but it's sort of like your move, her move, your move, her move. Like you're looking for the cues. So like if you're at a concert and they're taking a long time to get on stage, if you're standing near her, you'd be like, do you think they're ever going to bring the band out? <laughs> like, yeah. and then see what she does. If she distances herself or she is closed, like move on. But if she laughs and she engages, then it's like That's her, move, her move, my move, her move, my move. Like, but flirting, I think a lot of times, um, can be stressful when it's like, I have to find the perfect things to say, or right, I can't yeah. compliment her too much. Or like, if you're try if you're trying to figure it out, sometimes just talking about the environment is the best thing to do. Like you're at a beer festival and you're you're near someone and you're like, so did you come here because you like beer or because your friends pressured you into it? Like that's another thing you can just throw out there and then just see does she pick it up? Does she pick up the ball that you just threw her way? Like or what is the tennis thing? Does she hit yeah. the ball back? Right, right, right. That's the like listening to cues thing, but mm-hmm. yeah, you don't know it doesn't always have to be about her at the very start. It can mm-hmm. sometimes be about where you are at. Like there's right. a reason that like so do you come here often is a pickup line because mm-hmm. it actually kind of works. You know, not that exact one, but like hey, what are you, you know, what had you come here tonight? Like that can work. Yeah. Can I share something? Yeah. So, um, I was out with a group of friends in the acting community and long story short, I asked how they met because they were married and it was hilarious because this girl was the coolest and the greatest and the most beautiful. And the guy she was with, I didn't think they were a fit. And so they were adorable when they started telling me their story. And basically their story was they went out on a date and he ended up loving birds, like being in love with these birds from Africa (laughs) and ended up drawing the birds on the first date and explaining their whole environment. And she literally was, she didn't give a shit about the birds, but she was like, this man is so into this thing. This is like amazing. He was so passionate about it. They ended up getting married and going to Africa to see these birds. And like, they're the cutest. But when I heard the story, it just made me realize, oh my God, like, he was just totally himself and into his passions and mm-hmm. shared them with her and obviously asked about what she did and whatnot. You know, right. she's like a screenwriter or whatnot. But 
it was the most adorable story because it made me so happy. I was like, here's this dorky little guy who loves birds, who got this hot ass chick who's brilliant and funny and fun because he was just being himself. And she dug it. Like she dug it. It was ate it up. Oh my God. It was the cutest. Like a bird with pellets. Yeah. So just be yourself. Like just be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe get some help if you're have some trouble in that area, but like really be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That's awesome. I have one, one last little tip. Cause sometimes I feel like I've also struggled with dating or with dating. Yeah. With dating. I guess that was a Freudian slip there. Oh, All right. That just came out. Um, and the thing that I try to remind myself of that I think is just great is like, dude, 90% of it sometimes is like, is just starting the conversation. Yes. Yeah. Cause you know, if someone's in a relationship or they're married or whatever, they're not going to respond. But like, so you don't know what that factor is, but just, like in Trader Joe's, if I can see a hot, if I see a hot guy, if I can just start a conversation, like those apples look delicious today. Like, <laughs> how about them apples? <laughs> I mean, something, you know, like, like, Hey, have you tried this olive oil before? It looks the, he's holding in his hand. That looks really good. Just starting something right. and making eye contact and engaging in anything mm-hmm. can just can be the beginning if there's energy between you guys. Right. And yeah. I, that's so much of it. It's kind of like the guy You're thing. If a girl wants to talk to you, she will. She just needs an invitation. It's kind of like the dude. If the dude wants you, they'll pursue you. If the yeah. guy, if the girl wants to talk to you, all you need to do is show up and ask her something and right. she will make herself available to talk totally. to you totally. for sure. Totally. The common denominator and everything that we're sharing are all the tips <laughs> together. All the tips. Is ask Ask a question. Ask questions, right? It's to start a conversation by just being curious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And just like not being attached to the outcome. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. my move, her move, my move, her move. Like it's testing for interest. Dr. Robert Glover, Glover says it's testing for interest. You're just, you're making a move and then seeing what happens. Yeah. And then making another move and seeing what happens. It's not like, it's not like you failed if it doesn't go somewhere. It's like every single time that you're putting yourself out there is you're growing. So you're practicing. Yeah. And you're learning weird, interesting things about people, like how they love African birds. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll wrap there. That wraps up another episode of Dear Men. Thank you for listening. If you want to reach out, we would love to hear from you. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Dear Men Podcast. That's at Dear Men Podcast. Or Facebook, we have a group, Dear Men Podcast. We also have an email address, dearmenpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the Big Sexy Dataset, the community of people who regularly respond to the surveys that we talk about on this podcast, just email us at that address, dearmenpodcast at gmail.com, and we will set you up. Have a sexy day.